Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back. This is episode number 216. I'm so happy you're here. Today we are going to get all into vegetarianism. And is vegetarianism healthier than normal eating? Is it better? And will it help you lose weight? Now, some of you may be thinking like, okay, I don't even, I don't care about vegetarianism. I've never thought about it. I've never considered it. It doesn't matter. I encourage you to hang around because while we'll be discussing specifically vegetarianism, we're also going to discuss just a lot about nutrition and weight loss, and there will be some really powerful truths about food and nutrition and how we approach losing weight. So I think this can be an incredibly helpful episode for everyone, whether you currently are a vegetarian or you're considering it or you've tried it in the past, or maybe you're thinking about doing it for the new year, right? Like, okay, the new year's coming, you know, the holidays are almost here and Maybe I'll, you know, I'll become a vegetarian and that'll help me get healthy and lose weight and, you know, get rid of a lot of these health issues that I have. So I encourage all of you, hang around, check that out. But first, first, (laughs) I have some exciting news for all of you. I'm about to give away some stuff. I'm about to give some stuff away. Look, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Then we have Christmas or Hanukkah if you're Jewish. And then ready or not, here comes the new year. And it'll be time for New Year's resolutions and trying to lose weight and get in shape and all of that stuff. And I want to take all of this head on right now, okay? Look, I am so thankful for all of you. All of you are wonderful podcast listeners. So I'm going to give some stuff away to you. (laughs) And I want to help you find success in the new year. So here's what we're going to do. Between now, so it's kind of early November, early mid-November, between now and In January 12th of 2023, just in case you're listening to this episode way in the future. So between November, middle of November of 2022 and January 12th of 2023, and that date might change a little bit, but that's what it is right now. Anyone who rates and reviews this podcast will be entered to win one of five ridiculously awesome prizes. And I'm going to tell you what those are right now. Okay, here we go. One person will win a free goodie bag or goodie box of Rise Nutrition products, including the ones that you've heard me talk about on the podcast in previous episodes. You'll get a bottle of Rise Essential Nutrients, of Rise Elite Omega, and a little jug of Rise Smart Energy. So one person will win that. Three people, three people will win a one-on-one coaching call with me. I'm sorry. I know I tried to get someone cooler, but but everyone was busy. So you're stuck with me. Okay. Just me and you zoom call. Let's dig into it. Let's figure out what's going on and get you going in the right direction. Three people will win that. And then one person, the grand prize, one person will win the ultimate, a free membership to the inner circle coaching program, full access to my new live life, lose fat program and the free goodie bag or goodie box of Rise Nutrition products also. They'll get all of that. This is like a roughly a $500 value. Absolutely free. But that's not all. That's not all. <laughs> I feel like I'm on some late night infomercial. But that's not all. Tell us what else, Johnny. Every single person who is entered into this drawing will also receive a special offer to kickstart their weight loss and go after their New Year's resolutions the right way. 
instead of some crazy fad diet that you'll do until like early February and then you won't ever do again and you'll hate it and you'll feel like a failure. No, 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 we don't want that. So here's the thing. If you enter into this, whether you win or lose any of the other prizes, you will have a chance in January, in the new year, to join the inner circle for basically 50% off. 50% off. And you'll get the newly updated Live Life Lose Fat program that I'm working on right now. Blood, sweat, and tears. I'm working on this thing right now to get it get it ready and rocking, and it's going to be better than ever. You will get automatic full access to that as well. Not to mention the twice-per-week coaching calls that we do and the private coaching group and the recipe database that we have and secret podcast recordings and a bunch of other really incredible, really helpful stuff. You get all of that. So here's the thing. If you want to lose weight, it truly is the most wonderful time of the year. This is going to be freaking awesome, and I'm freaking excited about it, in case you can't tell. So how do you enter this giveaway? I mentioned it, but let me say it again. All you have to do is rate and review this podcast, and then, this is a key part, send an email to support at corylittlecoaching.com. I'll include that email in the show notes. That email is vital because you need to be sure to let us know your real name and the username you posted a review under. Because I know most people's usernames can get a little bit creative. It's like Space Cougar 2712 or, or something like that. So just email and be like, hey, it's me. My name's Judy Smith, and I'm Space Cougar. And then also be sure that you email us from a good email address. Otherwise, if you win and then we try to contact you, you'll never know. Like, don't send us some crappy email address. We're not going to, like, blow your... We're not... Oh my gosh. Every now and then I get on an email list from like some big box store, like a, I'm not, I'm not hating on these people. So if you love Target, it's okay. But like Target or Home Depot or Lowe's or something like that. And I'm like, dear God, you send me three emails per day. Just chill out. Chill out. We don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> so, so uh, you, you can rest assured that you're, we won't blow up your inbox. Now, you may be thinking, but Corey, this is kind of early, but Corey, what if I've already posted a review, man? Uh, or what if I listen on a platform that doesn't allow me to post reviews? I hear you. That's a great question. So all you need to do, you can still enter. All you need to do is share an episode of this podcast. Share one of your favorite episodes on social media, Instagram or Facebook, because that's all, the only social media I'm on. And then be sure to tag me in it. Tag me and send an email to support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. Just like I mentioned earlier. And be like, hey, it's Sam Jones. And I, I shared this and I tagged Corey. I shared this episode. Tell, tell us which episode you shared, and then, you know, be sure, like I said, to tag me. And that's it. That's it. You guys will be entered to win one of these five incredible prizes. I hope you're excited. Like I said, I'm certainly excited. So pause this episode right now. Pause and go do that. Go rate and review or share an episode. And okay, now, now we'll get to the subject at hand. Now we will dive into vegetarianism. So, let me begin by saying this. I am not discussing vegetarianism or veganism in terms of religious, ethical, or environmental reasons. Okay? That is, I am not getting into all that. That is not my area of expertise. If you choose to be a vegetarian because of religious, ethical, or environmental reasons, I salute you. I support you. That's fantastic. I am just speaking in this episode from a nutrition science and weight loss perspective, okay? So, <laughs> some of you may think, oh, this is great. I want to enter that, you know, drawing to win the prize. And then you listen to this episode and you're like, I freaking hate Corey because of everything he'd said about vegetarianism. No, 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 no. Just hang with me, okay? 
I'm purely speaking from nutrition science and weight loss. So I thought about calling this episode the vegetarian myth because honestly, there are so many preconceived notions about vegetarianism that are just flat out wrong. Here's the thing, as a nutritionist and weight loss coach, I see so many people that, I mean, quite honestly, they're just kind of, they're abusing vegetarianism. <laughs> they're, they're, they're doing vegetarianism all wrong. And, and I'm, I'm going to talk about it more in depth later, but they're really not vegetarians. They're more non-meatitarians. It's, it's almost like they're not as committed to, even though they might think they are, they're not as committed to eating a ton of vegetables as much as they are committed to just not eating meat which looking again from purely from a nutrition science perspective, that may not necessarily be the, the primary problem, especially if someone's struggling to lose weight. So let me just say, I do not hate vegetarianism. I'm, I am not against vegetarianism. I think it can be an absolutely wonderful way to eat. And I'm sure there are many of you out there who may, may be vegetarians. And there are tons of vegetarians out there in the world who are doing it right and having an incredible and wonderful experience with it. And you're incredibly healthy and you're amazing and wonderful. But this episode is more geared towards someone who is looking at vegetarianism as, wait a minute, can this help me lose weight? Is vegetarianism the diet that will help me lose weight and become healthier and all of those sorts of things? So please don't see this. For all of you wonderful, amazing vegetarians out there, this is not an attack on you or your lifestyle or what you've committed yourself to, okay? This is more of just kind of pulling back the curtain to go, wait a minute, vegetarianism can really be kind of twisted and, and almost, even though some people don't even mean to do it, it can almost be abused and twisted and, and not really done in the right way. So let's get to it. So let's cut through some of the crap right now just to kickstart things. Being a vegetarian does not mean you're instantly eating healthier. Being a vegetarian does not mean that your cholesterol will go down. Being a vegetarian does not mean you'll have more energy. Being a vegetarian does not mean you're necessarily consuming less processed foods or chemicals. But the question that we want to ask today is, does being a vegetarian help you lose weight? Now, in order to answer this question and to support the other statements that I just made, let's take a look at vegetarianism and meat and see what nutrition science tells us. And let's bring in a big dose of the real world and what I've seen from coaching people the past 20-ish years, some of which have been uh, vegetarians. So I, here's the thing. I, I, think, <laughs> I think a great place to start is with the basic question. Is meat keeping people from losing weight? Better yet, is meat bad for you? Guys, we live in a world that likes to be fiercely reactive or reactionary. We tend to lack the skill of finding the middle ground. We hear or read one thing, and so we dramatically swing to one end of the spectrum or the other. That is bad, and this is good. And sadly, that's often just not the case. It's not the truth. I believe the truth often lies somewhere in the middle, and that's exactly the case when it comes to meat. Someone reads an article or sees a documentary about how amazing plant-based diets are and how important and nutritious vegetables and fruits are and how eating a plant-based diet is better for the environment and how it will help you lose weight and reduce your risk of 127 different types of cancer and heart disease and blah, blah, blah. So what do we do? Do we start eating more vegetables? Eating more of a plant-based diet? Maybe. But most people jump from eating plants is good to eating meat must be bad. <laughs> and then because of confirmation bias, 
it's a psychological concept that I've discussed before here on the podcast, where your brain basically tries to find any and all evidence to support a new belief or current belief that you have, and then it instantly dismisses and discredits anything that's contrary to that belief. Because of this, because of this confirmation bias, we go on to find more articles and more documentaries that explain how meat is full of hormones and chemicals and saturated fat, and it will cause colon cancer and shorten your lifespan, and it's just terrible, and it's so bad for you. So obviously, we were right. Ha! <laughs> we should just cut it out, cut all the meat out. <sighs> My friends, speaking purely from a health and nutrition perspective, this is just not true. And research shows it. The answer, believe it or not, lies somewhere in the middle. If you want to receive massive health benefits, you should definitely consume a diet that is full of plants, vegetables, fruits, herbs, whole grains, etc. But you don't have to totally eliminate meat. From poultry to fish to wild game to, yes, even beef and pork, meat contains a lot of healthy, super beneficial nutrients. Does this mean you should eat pork sausage every morning for breakfast, fried chicken every lunch, and a ribeye steak every night at dinner? <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. That's living on the other end of the spectrum. But it does mean that for optimal health, you can still eat meat. It's not bad or evil. Sure, too much of it is not great. But you know, too much of just about anything isn't great for you, right? Oh, wow. How about that? We're right back to that middle again. <laughs> when we don't live at the extremes, the middle kind of makes sense. So for optimal health, you don't have to eliminate meat. Tons of vegetables, lots of fruits, plenty of herbs and whole unprocessed grains, and yes, some lean, high-quality meats scattered in there as well. You want to know the secret recipe for wonderful health and great energy levels? There it is. <laughs> I just told you. Now, you may be like, okay, that, that's great, Corey. All of that health and energy stuff is nice. But I thought I was listening to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. I need to drop some pounds. So come on, dude. Like, answer the question. Will becoming vegetarian help? Like, will it help me lose weight? Will cutting out meat help me lose weight? Well, are you ready for the truth? For most people, meat isn't the villain. Usually it's not meat's fault. It's not meat that's keeping you or them overweight or causing someone to gain weight. It's not meat. It's too much processed food, too much sugar, too little activity, and too few veggies. Aha! See, Corey, I got you. <laughs> that's what I thought. Becoming a vegetarian will help. Because I'll eat more veggies, and you just said too few veggies is, is part of what causes people to gain weight and stay overweight. So if I become vegetarian, I'll eat more veggies. Mm, no, you, you, there's a good chance you won't. <laughs> what I routinely see is what I call non-meatitarians, not necessarily vegetarians. <laughs> see, the irony of all this is a lot of people who choose a vegetarian lifestyle are people interested in natural stuff, getting back to the basics or eating what the earth provides and all that kind of stuff. And then they start eating tons of these fake meat products that are the polar opposite of natural and basic. If we really get down to the bottom line, most meat substitutes are basically a bunch of wheat or soy protein smeared together with oil and flavoring into some form of a patty or hot or wiener or chicken nugget or sausage or something. 
There's nothing natural or basic about it. If we could go back in time and hang out with the Native Americans, yes, they ate some vegetables and plants, absolutely. But for protein, they also hunted and consumed meat from wild game. So if we really want to play the whole natural back-to-basics card, then we would eat lots of plants, nuts, and seeds, and eat fish and animals that were caught in the wild. So let me, <laughs> let's, get, let's get back to, to the vegetarian question at hand. So we're talking about the idea that people aren't necessarily vegetarians, they're just non-meatitarians, but they wind up eating meat substitutes. So let's just look at one example of a meat substitute that is supposed to be better for you than meat, okay? I picked one. I think this is some Morningstar product. I'm not picking on Morningstar. I just picked it out. And here are the ingredients, okay? This is straight from the ingredient list. Water, wheat flour, soy flour, vegetable oil, which is normally high in omega-6, which we discussed in a previous episode is not ideal, vegetable oil, soy protein isolate, wheat gluten, wheat starch, methyl cellulose, potato starch, corn starch, yeast extract, sugar, salt, natural flavors, dextrose, spices, onion powder, yeast, potassium chloride, glutamic acid, paprika or paprika, how you per, however you prefer to pronounce that, sodium acid pyrophosphate, mm. sodium bicarbonate, garlic powder, citric acid, xanthan gum, barley malt extract. That's 27 different ingredients. You know how many ingredients a high-quality lean cut of beef or fish has? One. <laughs> Maybe two. It might contain one little additive to help retain its color or freshness. Yet most vegetarians are opting for 27 ingredient meat substitutes. And if it's for ethical, ethical or moral reasons, like I said before, I totally get it and I 100% support you and salute you. But if it's for health and weight loss reasons, we might be missing the boat a little bit. Most nutrition scientists and health experts agree that the majority of meat substitutes are pumped full of sodium additives, and extra ingredients that, in the words of these health experts, that diminish any of its potential health benefits. And we haven't even discussed soy yet. One of the biggest meat substitutes for a lot of vegetarians is tofu. Tofu is rich in compounds that are called soy isoflavones, which can mimic the effects of estrogen inside your body, potentially causing a lot of different harmful issues from impaired thyroid function to disrupted hormone function and increased growth of breast cancer cells to possibly even decrease fertility in men. Now you may think, oh wow, God, that sounds really bad. I'm glad I don't eat a lot of tofu, but here's the thing. Processed soy protein is a very common and very popular way for vegetarians to get the protein they need because of the void that eliminating meat has left. So if you cut out all of the high quality protein from meat, well then you have to replace it with something and soy is often the thing. Often, if they're not very conscious about it, a vegetarian's diet can become low in protein, which wouldn't necessarily be a problem unless you're trying to control your appetite and lose weight, which is what this episode's all about, right? People will often downplay protein. You might hear some vegetarians or some, some people in general, you know, downplaying protein. Oh, we eat way too much protein. But adequate protein, guys, it's Adequate protein intake is essential. It is pretty dang important. It provides the following benefits, just in case you think I'm <laughs> just trying to lie to you here. Adequate protein intake provides these benefits. It reduces your appetite and helps to control hunger levels. Increased muscle mass and strength. Reduced cravings and desire for late night snacking. 
Sounds great, doesn't it? <laughs> Boosts metabolism and fat burning. Possibly helps reduce blood pressure. Helps your body repair itself after an injury or recovery from an intense workout. And it helps you stay fit and healthy as you age, which is really pretty important because we're all, last time I checked, we're all getting older. <laughs> so you can see that getting enough protein is vital and it is incredibly helpful for losing weight. But not getting enough protein is only part of the problem that vegetarians might face. If their diet becomes low in protein, it's basically automatically going to be higher in fat and carbs. There are only three things that you're eating, three macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fat. So if protein goes down, it's very likely you will make up for it with the other two. The other two, carbs and fat, will go up, which again, wouldn't necessarily be a problem unless you're trying to control your appetite and lose weight. And then it becomes a big problem. In a weird way, vegetarianism is almost the nutritional opposite of keto. Keto says everything and anything is okay as long as you don't eat any carbs. So you tend to have higher protein and fat intake. Vegetarianism says anything and everything is okay as long as it's not an animal or an animal didn't have to die. So you tend to have lots of carbs and often higher fat intake too. Because, let's be honest, <laughs> carbs and fat are yummy when packaged together. Now, it doesn't matter who you are or what diet you're using. This is one of the big take-homes you need to realize. If you're eating a lot of carbs and fat, then it's probably not going to work out very well. That is not a recipe for weight loss success. Protein plus veggies equals goals. <laughs> you, you are much more likely to achieve your goals with a lot of protein and a lot of vegetables. Carbs plus fat equals not so fast. <laughs> That's going gonna, gonna to probably slow you down and maybe even move you away from your goals. So here are just a few things that vegetarians, that some, someone could eat a purely vegetarian diet and they could consume a lot of all of these things that I'm about to list on a regular basis because it is quote unquote okay because it's not meat. But if we're looking through the lens of weight loss, again, it might be vegetarian or even vegan, but it's certainly not going to help with your pursuit of weight loss. So here we go. Just a list. Donuts, pasta, potato chips, french fries, white bread, full fat cheeses, crackers, pretzels, cake, pie, candy bars, granola, jellies and jams, sugar-filled juices and smoothies. Macaroni and cheese <laughs> and all sorts of wonderful vegetables that are then coated and drowned in butter, oil, breading, or more cheese. The list goes on and on and on. A vegetarian's diet can easily be, as I said, high in carbs, high in unhealthy omega-6 rich fats, low in protein, and lacking essential vitamins and minerals. And I'm not picking on vegetarians because there's a lot of you out there and I got nothing but love for you, but there's a lot of you who aren't vegetarians and your diet's high in carbs, high in unhealthy omega-6 rich fats, low in protein and lacking essential vitamins and minerals. This is honestly probably the majority of Americans. But today's episode is about vegetarians. And my point is, is that shifting to a vegetarian diet is not a cure-all. It will not solve all your problems. It will not guarantee weight loss. There's a really good chance you'll have a lot of the same nutritional issues and deficiencies that a typical American diet has. And this is why I say, as I said earlier, being a vegetarian does not mean you're instantly eating healthier. 
It can, but it doesn't guarantee that. Being a vegetarian does not mean that your cholesterol or triglycerides will go down. It can, but it doesn't guarantee that, just like any other diet that contains meat. Being a vegetarian does not mean you'll have more energy. Being a vegetarian does not mean you're necessarily consuming less processed foods or chemicals. Not at all. And to wrap it up, being a vegetarian will not necessarily help you lose weight. Now, again, just to be clear, I am speaking purely from a nutrition and weight loss perspective. That's the disclaimer. If you choose to be a vegetarian because of moral or ethical reasons, I think that's wonderful. And I support you. And while I'm sure you're knowledgeable, maybe this episode helped shed some light and provided new information about how to optimize your vegetarian lifestyle. For everyone else... If you don't have moral, ethical, or religious reasons and you just want to lose weight, be healthy, and have more energy, you could do a vegetarian diet, but you could also lose weight, have more energy, be healthy with a diet that, that does contain meat. Come on, Corey. With a diet that contains meat. Honestly, for me personally, when coaching people in, in, in my own personal life, a vegetarian lifestyle is not my top choice. Now, like I said earlier, to lose weight and achieve optimal health, you don't have to eliminate meat, okay? So just to repeat the recipe for success, tons of vegetables. I'm not anti-veggie. Guys, plant-based diets are where it's at. Tons of vegetables, along with some fruits, plenty of herbs and whole unprocessed grains, and yes, some lean, high-quality meats as well. That is the recipe for success. I hope it's been helpful. Now, don't forget, before you sign off, to subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't done that already, I'm kind of confused. If you, Well, unless you don't like this podcast. But if you're listening, hopefully you like it. You should subscribe. Otherwise, I may put out content, I may put out episodes, and you miss them because you're not notified. So subscribe. And then also, if you want to be entered into the super fantastic, incredible free giveaway that we're doing, post a review or share an episode on social media. And be sure to send an email to support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com and you will be entered to win one of those five prizes. Okay, gang, that is it. But before I sign off, never forget that you're so much more than a number. So don't let the scales dominate your day or dictate your emotions or your headspace. And losing weight's incredible. And I always want to help you do that and move in a positive direction. But really, losing weight is about so much more than the scales. Losing weight is really about gaining life, living the life you've always always wanted to. And I know you can do it. I believe in you 100%. Even if you don't believe in yourself, that's okay. You keep coming back. You keep listening. I'll keep working on you. And we will get you there, my friend. Take care of yourself. God bless. Bye-bye.